Hey guys, and welcome to Quality Shot. And as you can see, I've also got with me Usher from Cricket 2.0. And I'm really looking forward to this. PSL, the first leg is completely done in Karachi. We're going to move, be moving over to, well, where I'm from. Uh, well, originally, anyways, Lahore. A lot of my family uh, were there anyway before. So, and everyone knows I support Lahore Clunders. So that's where I'm looking forward to uh, seeing how the pitchers behave. But the first leg was pretty exciting. We're going to go through. Uh, the tables, how things stand, a couple of stats actually that Ushered um, pulled up, which is quite cool. Uh, of course, the stats as well, who's performing the best with ball, bat, etc. Who's looking the best unit. And then looking forward to the qualifiers and also um, the end of the tournament as well. Ushered, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, kind of happy with where Islamabad are at the moment. But I've been saying this for the past week and a bit. Islamabad is who I support, but Multan Sultans are making me like their fans. Like the way they've been playing is just fantastic. So yeah, uh, on top of that, some teams are coming back, some blistering performances, some yep. expected performances like Karachi <laughs> Kings, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah, agreed. I think, I mean, Multan, what do you think? Do you think that's been expected of them to do so? Obviously unbeaten, they haven't lost a single game. And uh, at the top, they have Mohamed one and Shah Masood and... To be honest with you, Sean Masood's almost, in some ways, batted a little bit better than Mohamed Rizwan yeah. in some instances. And he just looks really, really good. And we were saying, okay, well, where can we fit him into the Pakistan side potentially? And, you know, that's a discussion for another day. But we've got so many openers that yeah. are putting their putting their hands up. But they just seem to have a really good unit. Uh, they can rest players. Like, Dahani hasn't played all the matches, for example. Um, yeah, so they just seem to have strength and depth. And they're riding on a confidence wave at the moment. And Andy Flower's done a really good job with them, I think. Yeah, Andy Flower, Mohamed Rizwan, like that entire setup looks great. The funny thing is, if you think about it, apart from Suhaib Maksud, who was their best performer last year, apart from Suhaib Maksud, every single uh, person, every single player has performed well. Mm -hmm. Riley Russo came in, scored a 50-60 odd, went away. <laughs> Tim yeah. David, Tim freaking yeah. David. How did Lahore Kalandas mess this up? Like you tell them, right? But but who do who do you, you know? It's funny. I was talking to my brother the other day, and I was saying, "Man, we need to re retain him." And then my brother corrected me, saying, "But the issue is, they put in the platinum category, right?" And yeah. so we picked Bakr Zaman, which he's makes been, sense. Well, makes he's been sense. the highest run scorer, right, so yeah. far in the yeah. PSL. And then also we picked Shahina Fridi, which you know, again, best mm. bowler, in, well, best player in the world at the moment. Well, given the last year, anyway, mm. and. Rashid Khan, who's like best T20 player of the decade. So, you know, I, I think the people that we picked are fair enough, but it's just a shame that, you know, we couldn't somehow fit him in. But mm -hmm. I can't see how we would have picked him over anywhere else. But he's just such a sublime talent. And we've seen it. His ball striking is out of this world. And he just continues to improve and look the real deal. Yeah, man. Like, I, I, I remember seeing him for the first time in the PSL last year. Then I saw him a bit in the IPL, seen him a bit in the BBL. But the way he plays in the PSL is just sight for sore eyes. And I'm really happy he's not with Lahore. So I'm enjoying the way he's batting. On top of that, we talk about everyone apart from Sohim Maksud performing. Mm. Who's still Shah? What happened to him? He's like the second, third or high, fourth yeah. highest wicket taker. Nine wickets. He got a fourfer. He's not batting spectacularly well. <laughs> yeah, However, exactly. his bowling's been been the star of the show for uh, for Multan Sultans. <coughs> 19 wickets. Those two spinners, Imran Tahir and Khustil Shah, 19 wickets this season. And it's just really nice to see from a Multan perspective. They, it was always like, oh, when they had Usman Kader, when they had Shahid Afridi, how would they fit them in? But this dynamic kind of works quite well. You have a part-timer who's bowling well. So he can yeah. bowl three, four overs. Uh, yes, he sometimes goes for runs, but picks up wickets or can be uh, economical. Then you got Imran Tahir, the brilliance that is Imran Tahir. You mentioned Dahani has not played every single game. Imran Khan Sr. has not played every single game. They've been able to adjust their players accordingly, rest them, and then in Lahore, they can, they'll can they probably use Dahani a lot more in Lahore. But I think the way the entire team has been managed, you credited Andy Flower. I completely agree. Andy Flower... Great, great choice as coach, whatever, mentor, whatever he is. He's absolutely stellar choice. And what he's <clears> done with the team, bringing everyone together. Uh, Rizwan's been talking about it. David, uh, Tim Davis has been talking about it. That the dynamic in the team is really, really good. It's uh, really solid. So, yeah, whatever we talk about, Multan Sultans right now are the Sultans of the PSL. I expect them maybe to lose one game. But if mm. they don't, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. 
Yeah, I mean, they're both openers are average over 50 so far, and they're second and third in the top run scorer list. So we mentioned that fucker's one top, right? But he's been in ridiculous form. He averages 71 yeah. runs of 356 so far. So uh, he has just been, you know, in a red hot patch. But those two look so good. And then, as you said, you know, they've got hitting down the order. Riley Russo, so good. Uh, he's been a campaigner, not just in the PSL, but around the world for South Africa as well for a number of years. Very, very solid. Tim Davis has been explosive, as we mentioned, and Christian Shah can do the job as well. I mean, he's been known in, on the Pakistan circuit anyway for just going in and bashing it, really hitting sixes yeah. left, right and centre. And he can get you a quick 20, for example. Mm. Um, and yeah, I agree with you. This, I think Christian Shah finding his his rhythm, and he has been a little bit of a golden arm, yeah. I feel. Uh, he, I watched him bowl. <laughs> it's so funny. I watched him bowl and I just thought, what is that? I've never seen him bowl like this. Uh, just a lot of confidence, a lot of confidence, not yeah. just to. I felt like before he would come in and bowl, and he'd try and bowl darts, but he was worried he was going to get hit. Now he has variation. He actually he will flight the ball a little bit, he will try and deceive them with flight. Uh, he will be confident enough to do that and say, Okay, if I get hit, it doesn't matter, it's not a huge issue. And you talked about him being economical, he has the best economy out of the top five wicket takers, right? Cool. So he's third in that list with nine wickets. Economy of 5.78. Can you imagine Ridiculous. that? Like, I know. Like, he's been utilizing the domestic circuit this year as well. And that's the best part. I think the, uh, the confidence from, you know, playing a couple of international games, then being utilized a lot more domestically has made him think, oh, maybe I can actually come in as a genuine all-rounder. Yeah. And the funny thing is, Pakistan has a lot of slow left-arm bowlers who can talk it at the end, right? Yeah. But Hussil Shah's bowling has improved leaps and bounds and it's great to see as you said 5.5 whatever it is that's crazy that is yeah. crazy yeah, it's, it's unbelievable i mean i think at one point so <laughs> i didn't watch along i think this would have been so he would have played three or four matches at that point uh so he's obviously played five in total but his economy was under five i mean it was 4.5 uh, i mean i was just like this is ridiculous and he had uh, his nine wickets or i think it was seven wickets at that point mm. He is just coming to, again, another purple patch. Hopefully that continues because the most exciting thing I find about watching the PSL is watching the... Even though, yes, I'm supporting the Hall, you're supporting Islam, but I think we can both agree that we want to see the Pakistani players yeah, improving. We want to see them doing well. Uh, and it's exciting then for us to then... Okay, hold on. Crystal Shah, for example, he's coming to a bit of a purple patch. He's bowling well. You know, Shadab, which we'll get on to in a second. You know, oh, all-rounder. He looks fantastic at the moment. Hold on, our middle order for Pakistan doesn't look great. Uh, can you know can these guys fill the gaps and the PSL is a great springboard uh, I think going forward and it will be quite crucial I think going into the T20 World Cup it's a di it's different format sorry different conditions even but still confidence is key and I think we've seen that with a lot of the the guys uh, in the tournament so far that haven't maybe been looked at as great T20 options or even looked at as being potentially a good all-round option but their confidence is there after a couple of games and it's, it's skyrocketed through the roof. And if they can continue with that, then it's all it's all good for Pakistan. From a Pakistan yeah. point of view, can't complain, yeah. can we, to be fair? No, and the funny thing is, we're talking about players who have been kind of established in the domestic scene. But then there's young players as well who've been shining. And we'll talk about them shortly. But yeah. I, I think the best part and one of the best stipulations in the PSL is emerging players you have to play one for each team in every game and yeah. you get to see young player young pakistani players come into their own super excited about seeing kasim akram finally play super excited to mm. potentially see mohammed herrera play right mm. there's there's another player again i said we're going to talk about it but i just want to mention mohammed umar i want to mention mm. uh, uh i can't believe mohammed imran hasn't played and i don't know where he is he's disappeared <laughs> from the face of the earth yeah but salman rashad as well falling really well yeah really good Really yeah. good. Different as well, right? Slingy and uh, we saw Bob Razum, who you know we know how good he is, struggling with the slower balls that Salman Ishad was was mm -hmm. you know basically delivering to him, and yeah. he looked like a he looked like he didn't know what was going on. I was no. swinging at it wildly, and it was like, what? I've never seen this before. And it's not occasionally it might happen two or three times in his innings, but it happened consistently when he was facing Salman Ishad, and like yeah. he really struggled. And there was one over where, yeah, he hit him for a couple of boundaries. Apart from that, he was struggling a great yeah. deal to pick him up. And I think his action uh, is the reason for that. Uh, how much, like, the novelty of it, will it wear off? I don't know, uh, because it is quite slingy. People do tend to 
get a lot of match footage, uh, video footage, and then kind of figure it out. But at the moment, it's definitely something to keep an eye on. And given that, you know, unfortunately, Mohamed Nesteen is not going to be in the T20 World Cup, which is really upsetting, I think, for both of us. Pakistan will need another seamer, so that that's definitely up for grabs. Um, should we have a look at the table? And then we can kind of just yeah. briefly talk about each team, and then we can go through, I guess, the stats so far as well. Yeah, so yeah, sure, yeah. Let me just bring up the table. Is While you're doing that, yeah. I was just going to mention... We've talked about how good Multan Sultan is. Yeah. We can talk about how bad Karachi Kings is eventually, yeah. but they're just like, they're unlucky. I understand that they're unlucky. Joe Clark got injured. Mohamed Ilyas got injured. Mohamed Amr got injured. Kasim Akram couldn't play because of the under 19 World Cup. Faisal Akram couldn't play because of the under 19 World Cup. But think i'm sure they have colin ingram somewhere right i'm not sure why he hasn't played i'm sure they they've got barbarism they've got shajil khan they've got really really good but in cobain he's been doing really well mm -hmm. in uh in in england right so i was like oh i expect Lost, a lot yeah. more from him he, he was doing quite he's done quite well thing, I mean, he's looking he's at a million dollars when he's actually got yeah, in but yeah mm. it's just like Really disappointing. On top of that, Chris Jordan coming in the last game, right? Four <laughs> matches without one of their best pace bowlers. So they have been on their second, like second string side. So yeah. maybe uh, moving away from their home home yeah. ground will benefit them quite a lot. Yeah, less pressure. We can talk about Karachi Kings. Let's go. We may as well go into that properly. But uh, Fazan just saying, hey, good morning, gents. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm working in the background. Won't be active in this chat here mostly to hear the discussion. Thanks for joining, Appreciate Fazan, it. as always. Um, yeah, guys, do fire away with any questions uh, if you are on the chat and you do want to engage. Otherwise, feel free to just listen as well. So, of course, fine. I, I've got a question for you, Fazan, and mm. it's more. And I, I know we were going to go top to bottom, but I, I, I'd rather go bottom to top. Yeah, yeah go uh, Karachi. Yeah, Karachi Kings. Why do you think they've been struggling so much? We can like mm. everyone has been criticizing Babar, but the thing is, right? Babar is still in the top <laughs> ten run scores. He's yeah. he's always played like this. It's not like oh, he's it's in the top something five. He's in the top, top five. five scores. Thank you. Yeah. Right, top five scores and. I, I, I said this in my video that, you know, he's playing like Kael Rahul for, for Punjab Kings or Kings 11 yes. Punjab or Mizbah ul -Huk for an extent with Pakistan because he believes there is no one else who can come and strike the ball. or, or Otherwise, what, they, what were they? There were 66 <clears throat> for six or something yeah. not too long ago. Right? Muhammad Nabi comes in, scores a blistering 40, whatever he did. That's yeah. one game, right? Imad Wasim losing the captaincy has definitely hurt him in some sort of way because he's like, I don't care anymore. <laughs> yeah, yes. I I was, you're so funny. I was saying to my brother yesterday, I uh, we went, we went to have lunch. I literally, we were saying that, Muhammad, uh, sorry, Imad Wasim, his bowling, still pretty yeah. damn good. It's all, And it's yeah. always been good. His mm -hmm. batting though, it's <sighs> almost like he just doesn't care. It's almost like he doesn't, he doesn't want to, he hasn't improved at all. It's almost like he doesn't want to work on his batting at all. He yeah. feels like, okay, well for Pakistan, I, I know I'm going to bowl. But realistically, yeah. I'm going to bat lower down the order. Don't really need to worry too much about it. But at one point, we were talking about him as if he could finish games for Pakistan because that's how good it looked like he could uh, play in that role. In the Champions Trophy, he did it. But yeah. since then, it's been really, really scarce. And he uh, it's weird because he'll come up with like a, a paddle or something we've never ever seen him play and he'll get out like that. And it's like, <laughs> what? It's like... It, have you actually been working on that? Or are you just trying to try things out there in the middle because yeah. you're like, oh, whatever. Let's just try if it works great. If not, well, no one's expecting to get runs. But for Karachi, especially, given it's a franchise tournament, it's not Pakistan, Barbara must be sitting there thinking, come on, man. Like, I know you are yeah. captain. I know you're probably a bit upset that you know, you're not captain anymore, but you are not doing me any favors with the bat here. You're a Pakistani international. You've been in the international setup for so Pretty many years. years. Pretty much yeah, 10 years. Yeah, like so many years. You've been the Karachi Kings captain. Surely you think, come on, step up, step up and actually help me out here. But he has been poor, really poor. And the issue is no one can blame Bob Rosen because as you said, and I can see some comments here, so we'll go through them um, as well. I think highlighting your point, he feels like he's the only person who can get a substantial score every single game. So if they're in trouble, he's not going to play expansively early on because why would he do that if he gets out they will get skittled and they've got no chance yeah. the only i think the last game they played uh where he got i think 90 odd i think that was their last game um no it was they, the one before that the one before okay the, well they, yeah, yeah. where he got 90 odd yeah. and i did the watch long for it and yes okay like he didn't look like he wanted to go you know particularly quickly in the last five like it took him until the last three overs to then start going and, and yes he could have gone a bit earlier but for one, he's not a finisher, really, anyways. Yeah. But never for been. two, yeah, and for two, 
yes, he, he did start like he started cleaning up during the last couple of overs, but by then it was a bit too late. But the problem is no one was staying with him. So, you know, you can't expect someone, you know, you can't blame someone who's got 90 or 64 and be like, you're the reason we lost that game. How can you say that? It's ridiculous. <laughs> like, no one else has done anything. So, yeah. Karachi, unfortunately, like Shajil Khan as well, I've been really disappointed with. Again, he's similar to Imad in my in my head that he was the first person to score a PSL 100. Uh, there was huge, like, people raving about him because he hit such a clean ball. But yeah. it almost seems like unless it's a really flat track and unless people are just bowling into his arc, yeah. he just, he's like, I don't know what to do. Like, he got out in that match, actually, they were talking about, and... He just wafted his bat out. It was, yeah. it was so weird. I was like, he did no foot, foot movement. First ball as well. He got went out for a first ball duck. Just wafted yeah. his bat outside off stump. Could have left it. Easily just left it. I was the, like, what is going on? We we talk about that wafty shot, that run out. That yeah. run out. And I was like, what is going on? There, there are good players. I don't know why Muhammad Taha isn't utilized more in higher up. Amir Yameen, to be honest, his batting's been okay, but his bowling hasn't been up to the mark, unfortunately. And Sahib Zada Farhan, someone who had a fantastic domestic circuit, right? Yeah. Fanta- like, genuinely had a really, really good season. Yeah. He's had I've... one okay innings. Okay? I have not been impressed. He's keeping yeah. as well. I'm, I mean, oh, his keep- he's not his supposed to. This is the thing. Poor. His keeping is supposed to be his tertiary skill, right? You have yeah. Rohail Nazir. Why is Rohail Nazir not playing? I've been talking, you know, I've been yeah. talking about Rohail Nazir for years. Yeah. Are we both <laughs> fans of him? Yeah. Why is he not in there? I don't know. He's just there just to make up the numbers. And I read Mohammed Stan's comment and I completely agree with him, right? No one's supporting Barbara Azam and Colin Ingram in the BPL. Thank you. I didn't know that, but yeah, he's playing in the BPL. Fair point. But so wasn't Colin Ingram? He was in there for a few games, wasn't he? Or am I getting completely mixed up? I with think players? we're, conf- I think maybe I'm confusing it from like. To like last year rather than this year, so I don't think he he was in today. Uh, th- this year, sorry. They've got someone else in there though. Let me have a look while you while you um talk about that. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Karachi though. Like I think Mohammed Hussain said here about Imad Basim. I mean, this is quite an interesting point. It says I don't think Imad will play for Pakistan any longer. Nawaz is just too good at every facet. The thing is, Nawaz doesn't isn't really a particularly good batsman, but he's much better than Imad at the moment, which says a lot because he's hardly scoring any runs, but. Imad Hussain was literally getting out for like less than five each match. It's like, it's unbelievable. I think one thing I've, again, we, we've always disagreed on this point, but I've always thought mm. Nawaz is a better batsman. But I thought yeah. Imad over the that, years yeah. has proven a lot more in the international yes. circuit to say, oh, I'm able to come in and save a match. So I just mm. had more faith in him. But yeah. over the last year and a bit, Imad Hussain has just not given me that type of, uh, uh, you know, stability from a Pakistani perspective yeah. and it seems to be translating across into Karachi Kings and Nawaz is great and that 20 whatever he's 25 of 12 yeah. yesterday was was brilliant can't really doubt that his bowling has been the the strong point and I used to think I used yeah. to think Imad Wasim was a better bowler Muhammad Nawaz was a better batsman yes. and maybe a better fielder but the thing is, Nawaz is just better in all three facets right now. So mm. I have to say this. Mohammed Asnan, one of the first uh, subscribers on, I don't know your channel, but for mine, he was in the first <laughs> like 50. And he's been saying yeah. since the beginning, yeah. Nawaz is better than Nawaz. Nawaz is better yeah. than Nawaz. I got to say, you were right. You were definitely I, right. I think what, what it is with the bat. So as a batsman, my, like, again, like, yes, I'm not a professional player. But as in from what I've seen, just the eye test, forget about even like, how many runs they're scoring, but when Imad Asim is actually batting for longer than two minutes, it looks like he's able to actually score at a decent rate. And like his technique and like the way that he strikes the ball, the timing, it just seems like it's a lot more refined than Nawaz, who just Nawaz looks like you know, one of those really like rough players who just comes out and he's really, really um like unrefined the way that he bats, uh, from what I've seen anyway. Yes, I know he can hit a long ball, but like he just seems very limited. But in saying that, in T20 cricket, it's not that big a deal to be unrefined because you don't need to have a rock-solid defence. It's not ODI cricket or test match cricket. I think we're seeing that. Nawaz is, one, playing with more confidence, but two, he actually cares. And I think, therefore, he's going to be better in all three facets, right? So that's a very good point. Um, in terms of, like, I was saying with overseas players, so, yeah, you're right. There is no... Um, Colin Ingram, there's yeah. Bain, who obviously has played okay at times. Nabi obviously is quality. And they've got Lewis Gregory, who his economy in PSL is just under 10, which yeah. uh, is pretty poor. But uh, less said about that, the better. 
Um, in terms of, honestly, if Fazan says, if Nawaz or Happy Heart Kushtil can become good international level opening bowlers like Ahmad is, we won't need Ahmad anymore. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yeah. Mohamed said, I can see your points about um, Shaheen. We'll get to that in a second. We're just going to try and work from the bottom up now. We've talked about Multan. Uh, but if you have any questions about Multan, we can answer that at the end as well. But we'll come to the Lahore questions uh, when we get to that uh, portion. But we can work up, but I think we talked about Karachi and yeah. <laughs> yeah. Slate enough. Enough. Yeah. Pashara, <laughs> um, I mean, Pashara have been, you know, kind of like, I'm not quite sure Wahab Riyaz and his captaincy is always very interesting at times. Mm-hmm. But his bold hasn't been great. Um, it's been terrible, but, Bizarre. You're, you're saying yeah. you're bowling doesn't regret. It's I'm been horrendous. Be nice. um, <laughs> yeah, it's not been great to be fair. So. It's not been great at all. But, you know, the, the positives are Zazai's batted really well, uh, I think. At times, he's batted really good. Kamar Atmar, uh, after the whole, I guess, drama around him not being happy, he was in the silver category in the end, ended up playing the first leg um, and representing Wishara. But they just seem to struggle a little bit. Sean Malik's been really good, your favourite. I know, and he's been really good. He's been really good. And in yeah. subcontinent conditions, he is a quality, yeah. quality player. He's not just got runs. He's got some wickets as well. I think Ben Cutting's been okay. He's had one decent innings. Uh, he's bowled okay. Like, kind of... I no, feel his like bowling's he's... been terrible. His bowl- bowling, unfortunately, hasn't been... You know, Ben Cutting... And the best example I give every yeah. time, Ben Cutting and David Visa. Two players... Who are very, very similar kind of players. They for are, some yeah. reason, David Visa is just better. David Visa for Lahore Kalandas has just performed better and better and better. Ben Cutting, yeah. every time he plays in the PSL, even for Quetta, whichever team he's played smashed. for, he, he gets smashed. His batting sometimes comes into it. He's a very good fielder. No doubt he's, a, he's, an, yeah. he's an outstanding fielder. Yeah. But his bowling's just never up to up to the mark. His batting, that 50, was, was extraordinary. But Taking all that into consideration, Peshawar Zomi's batting has really given them not much to work with. We said Shoaib Malik, right? Haider Ali had a couple of decent innings. Yeah. Zazai had a couple of... De- like, everyone has been about 60%. I, yeah. Maybe apart from Shoaib Malik, he's been about 70. Everyone else good, has done yeah. about, about 60, 55. And for that reason, Peshawar Zomi's just not looked that good whenever they've played. Yeah. And it's... I can't remember who else. They, I think they beat Quetta, but I can't remember. I th- I'm sure they beat Karachi, right? Yeah, and been, well, they have, they have been Karachi because Karachi won a game. Yeah, right? yeah. So, yeah they definitely but, been Karachi. But I can't remember the other team they beat. But Peshawar Zalmi's definitely looked like the side that is not going to qualify. Let's put it straight. I think after Jason Roy's inclusion for Quetta, it's yeah. given them a slightly different uh, outlook and that'll be great. And Liam Livingston's inclusion in Zalmi might just help them out a lot. They need but, it. Yeah. They need it, right? Because at yeah. the moment, their batting unit does not look solid whatsoever. Nope, I mean, they've all. got Shafain Rutherford there, who's a really talented player, but he just hasn't quite managed to make it. Camin, to be fair, he's coming quite low down low down as well. Interestingly, Hussein Dullet, the way he's been utilised has been really weird. Yeah. He's a good he, bat. Uh, yeah. He should be batting higher up. And then in some of the games, he got dropped. Like, he just wasn't picked. And yeah. But then he bowled, he's bowled really well at times when he's actually got the ball in hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, slow balls, etc., but the way they've used him is just like he's almost in there. If we need a player, if someone's injured yeah. or overseas and isn't available, then we'll chuck him in there. But I'm like, he's a good player. Like, he, why he's... not utilize him? <laughs> and to be honest with you, it sounds really harsh, but I would take him over Wahabri at the moment in that side. Too. But Wahabri is the captain, so he won't get dropped, right? But we talked about Salman Shah being really good. He's a big, big positive. He's bowled Definitely. really well. Umar Khan as well. Uh, that those two bowlers have definitely been shining lights in the Pashara Zalmi team. And Liam Livingston, I think, will give them, hopefully, a, an injection that they need because he'll be able to hit. I, I'd assume he's going to bat in the top four. He has to He has to bat in the top so, four. He has so he'll to come in and, he, and, and look, I mean, he... Yeah, he probably won't score every single game. Uh, he wasn't in amazing form for West Indies, but we know what ability he does have. And the best thing as well is that he can bowl spin. Mm-hmm. And in these conditions, he should have some success... I still think he's a bit village that he bowls leg spin and off spin, but it's effective, right? And in franchise cricket, it works. And to us, international cricket has been working as well. So it's very hard to disagree or kind of criticize it at all because so far it's held the test um, yeah, of time at the moment. Yes. So yeah, yeah. Uh, he's and great, to be fair. Yeah, very good. And one thing I just want to mention about Mohammed Umar and Samar Shah, they're getting bowlers. They've always got bowlers. They got Mohammed Imran last year, right? Yeah. Like, 
they had Ahmad Butt last year as well, someone who has been on your channel. They had Umayyad yeah. Asif last year, who has also been on your channel. Please, yeah. you check out the videos. On <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. It's so far to the watch vlog, and Ahmad Asif was bowling. I was like, come on, he got two, he got, uh, he got, who's <laughs> two against? He got the both openers, I think. I think it might have been Pashar, actually. No, it wasn't Pashar. It would have been... Yeah, no, no, it was. It was Pashar, and he got both yeah. openers. And I was like, yes, come on. Like, you know, when I was, I was like cheering <laughs> on for him. And I was like, but, you know, I don't really support Karachi. But I, you know, I talked to him and stuff, so I was like, it's hilarious. But I, I, um, I think their off. bowling isn't the issue, though. The, it's is it's their backing. So, Saki Mahmood's come in, right? He's only played one match. He got smashed, though. There's right. only one match, I should, right? Like he's, he's gonna, gonna get... come back strong. He's got. Yeah, yeah, this is the thing. How do they? How do they kind of? They're gonna play Zazai because they went for Zazai over uh, Jason Roy in the in the draft, right? Yeah. So they're gonna play Zazai. They're gonna play Rutherford. They're gonna play cutting. Might be the one that they might drop and bring in Liam Livingstone. I think that's that's potentially what they'll do because Saka Mahmood last season. Do you remember what he got? Like thirteen yeah. wickets in like four games or something. He, he right? was the highest wicket taker of the whole tournament. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he. Saki Mahmood is going to play every single game, I feel. Yeah. But will. they'll have to, like, Ben Cutting's the one they'll have to kind of drop and bring in someone like Liam Livingston. Again, I don't, I can't remember, and you can correct me. Saki Mahmood didn't have the greatest series against West Indies. None of the paces did for England. So we'll, it might be that they just might need to get into the flow of things over the next couple of games and then see how it goes. But yeah, you can't count someone like Saki Mahmood out. Liam Livingston, though. I, I, we've been saying this for about a year now. He's just really good. And if he does what he <laughs> was doing in July, yeah. what he was doing about six months ago, then uh, there's no doubt that Peshawar Zalmi yeah. will perform well. I don't see him qualifying, though. I think Peshawar Zalmi and Karaji Kings are out of it. Bold statement. I think the top four right now will be the top four moving forward. Yeah, interesting. I mean, he's going to be key if they want to have any chance of qualifying. I mean, he needs yeah. to come out the blocks. And uh, him and Livingston... Will be like they need to basically just hit the ground running straight away. They don't have much time to waste. Um, let's move up then to Quetta. Obviously, that was the last match right against my beloved Lahore, and they chased down a 200 plus score, which yeah. was unbelievable. Through so Jason Roy with 100 looked incredible whilst doing it. Um, yeah, so I, I think for him, Jason Roy as well, he said it was the best innings he's ever had he looked really good against West Indies in that T20 series mm -hmm. um and it, I think personally that's really the injection they needed uh to be honest with you. yes they still don't have a great like strength and depth in the team mm -hmm. but when someone like that comes in James Vince as well batting really well they've really really bolstered that batting lineup I'm surprised they're not playing Will Smead, but the thing is, SNLE's had a pretty good season. So they're trying to figure yeah. out what... Like, I said this uh, uh, to Ramis and, like, a few other people. Yeah. Basically said their top four needs to be Will Smead, Jason Roy, yeah. SNLE, and James Vince. That's my yeah. opinion. And then Iftikhar at five, and then you have four, uh, Nawaz at six, Faulkner at seven, and Safraz at eight. Because that's what Safraz now needs to do. He needs to go back to what yeah. he was doing in 2019. But so far, I think they're... Their batting has definitely gotten a boost, Jason Roy. It was one of those innings that you'll see yeah. once a year, maybe twice a year. Right? It, it was that type of inning. So yeah. if you can do it again, <laughs> great for Quetta. Who would who would you drop? So Will Smead also interviewed you on the channel. So do check out that if you're interested. Yes, yes. Yep. Um, so I actually messaged him after his 97. I was like, oh, I was like, thanks, mate. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no problem. But um, Luke, so they've got, obviously, last match they played Luke Wood. James Faulkner, James Vince, and Jason Roy is their four overseas. So who would you drop out of those four then for Luke Will Wood. Smead? Luke Wood, yeah. Uh, I mean, he, I, yeah. yeah, okay. It's not. Um, it's nothing against him, but it's yeah. just the fact that I think their bowling should be okay. Uh, for me personally, the batting was the big big issue. Their bowling, yes, they've lost Mohammad Asnan, which is a huge blow. Right, Nasim yeah. and Hasnan together. They they've never they haven't bowled much together because Nasim was injured, then Hasnan got injured. Yep. Now Hasnan can't play, etc. Um, but I think you. yeah. But Faulkner, uh, you've got Nasim Shah. You've potentially got uh, Nawaz in there with the bowl as well. Uh, I can't even remember their team, but Ahmed <laughs> as well, right? Yeah. So they can definitely do uh, James Vince bowls a bit, right? You know, a bit yeah. of a bit of spin. Really? He might. Oh, yeah, he, he, he might. Dude. He <laughs> bowled for he bowled for Multan Sultan, so I was like, but, why but not? that was the that was the issue, right? That they had uh, where Shai the Freedy bowled the last over to Zamkai against Islamabad, and he got absolutely smashed so because stupid. they only had five bowlers. That was so stupid. I think they're gonna bring back Sohil Tanvir. They're gonna bring back Sohil Tanvir. 
And this is this is a decision that you have to take. And I'm telling you this. I want Will Smith, Jason Roy, James Vince in the top four. I don't see them going with this, though. I think yeah. they're going to probably go down the route. Maybe Luke Wood plays or whichever other uh, yeah. overseas player they have because they, they'd want a slightly more balanced attack while I'm thinking more of the, more of the sense, oh, you have part-timers and then you have three genuine bowlers. Yeah. They're worried I about think... their bowling, aren't they? Yeah. That's what yeah. they are. Yeah. yeah, but Jason Roy, his inclusion has been outstanding. I just feel bad for teams like uh, Peshawar Zalmi. They could have genuinely, like every everywhere, everyone's been talking about this, but uh, that Peshawar Zalmi could have had Jason Roy as the first pick. They picked Zazai, who again, fantastic could, player. Yeah, I really like him. But yeah. Jason Roy, is but Jason Roy, Jason Roy, yeah. I mean, Jason yeah. Roy is, you know, he's pla- he is the definition he's of a platinum t20 platinum player. player yeah yeah, yeah. yeah agree you know, Z- zazai is you know he's in between a gold and platinum player that's kind of how mm. i have him probably he's yeah, good, yeah. like he's really good I and mean, he will get you 30 40 every other game um mm-hmm. you know yeah, kind of maybe two maybe every two couple games of out games. of three two yeah. games out of three even you know potentially but he's that good but roy is just x factor uh, and he yeah. showed that you know dismantling shaheen which not many people can do mm-hmm. um Mahona says Nawaz is more of a wicket taker than an economical bowler. Of course, Nawaz playing for Quetta, whereas Ahmad doesn't get just doesn't get wickets but bowls economically. Um, and then also Fazan saying here, but Roy can't do this all the time, mentioning his hundred. If he fails, what happens then? Can the rest of the team pick up the slack? And that I guess then is really completely backing up your point about including Will Smead in there because then you have Will Smead, you have James Vince, you have Iftgarma, and then after that Safraz, for example. Uh, you have uh, you're supplementing your batting with bringing another opener such as Will Smead in there, right? So yeah, and and the thing is, I'm not surprised they're playing Shahid Afridi. This is his final season and all that stuff. I would make the bold move of probably not playing Afridi in every single game. I would say yeah, yeah, you yeah. What, yeah. yeah, of course. Why, why they, would you? Pro- why? Yeah, yeah, there's no need. And I think Afridi plays a couple of games, but barring that, yeah, I I don't see him being a regular in the side, and hopefully. He he has one good showing with the bat, and then he can officially retire from the PSL. He won't. He won't. He won't. <laughs> I but know, I know. yeah, Why would he? It, I I think that that's that that was my point there, Fazan. But yeah, thanks thanks for that. Appreciate that question. Uh, the team can soak up the pressure, and we saw it yesterday. We saw mm. James Vince play well. We saw Mohammad Nawaz coming in uh, and scoring a quick fire twenty five. And uh, yeah, very excited about Quetta. I think Quetta. Needed, that was the boost. That was a momentum change they needed uh, just before shifting to Lahore. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Let, let's talk about Lahore then, because obviously they are in third position. They had the opportunity to go up to second, but blew it really. But well, inspired batting to be fair from Roy and Vince that we just mentioned. Lahore. Let's talk about Shaheen's captaincy because I know, I know Mohammed Asnain has has asked about it. So I'll ask you first, Ashjad. Uh, he's actually said here. Let's get the question up. It says, do you guys think Shaheen is a decent enough captain? Lahore has the best bowling lineup, and yet they get smacked. <laughs> um, I yeah, I mean, wanted... it's hard to disagree. Yeah. What do you think? Uh, yeah, the, the only thing I'd say is he is five games old as captain, right? He has, no offense to Shaheen Afridi, dude is literally learning on the job yeah, how to is. captain aside. He's a 21, 22-year-old who is probably Pakistan's best bowler and now has been given this responsibility and he's the type of guy we've seen him in interviews he doesn't want to say no he wants to be involved as much as possible he's yeah. given that uh, uh, he's given that confidence onto his bowlers but he's still learning so for me I I, I can't say uh, uh, I can't say Shaheen Afridi is that type of player uh, that type of captain right now he will become that type of captain but not not right now I think it's too soon to kind of judge him uh, just based on these five games. Also, Fazan, can you give me like one minute? I'll be back in one minute. Yeah, yeah right? sure. Yeah, you can talk about Lahore Kalandas. Yeah, yeah sure. Yep. So, um, yeah, I think I agree with Ashra's point about uh, Shaheen. I think, to be honest with you, it's been, it's a learning curve, right? Let's be honest. It's a big, big learning curve for him. He's only, you know, 19, 20, 21, as he said. The issue with him is I don't think he's had much, if any, prior captaincy experience. So that is probably why he hasn't been able to probably captain as well as some of the other captains in the PSL. I'm not sure why. I was a bit surprised when they gave him the captaincy because he's so young and you want your star players to just focus on on bowling well, especially as he's that young. He is their, well, he's their star player. He's their marquee player. 
Uh, I guess they could have given it to Hafiz, maybe, which might not have been a bad option. Uh, but instead, they chose to go with the young gun and, and hopefully he'll develop in that role, I think. Uh, but in terms of bowling changes, I mean, they do have a pretty damn good bowling attack. Uh, I think the issue has been probably how he's utilized himself and Horace Rolf at times. Uh, I think he needs to be a bit more smart about how he uses uh, both paces. You know, I think against Quetta, didn't I think the bowling plans weren't correct to Roy, for example. Uh, but in saying that, I'm hoping they will come good in the second leg at home in Lahore as well. And um, yeah, we've got a baby on stream as well. <laughs> What's up? Yeah, so basically she just woke up, so I had to kind of get yeah, her. Yeah. But I hope you don't mind. I hope That's you don't fine. mind. Wow, she's... Yeah. she's oh, she loves that. <laughs> right, uh, <laughs> that. I might have to drop off. Yeah, yeah that's fine. Right. Just, just, just a quick two, three points I want to make yeah, about Lahore. Uh, Fakhar Zaman, sensational. He's been, yeah. he's been the glue at the top of the order, but every single, uh, every other batsman has not been able to do the same thing. And that's yeah. really disappointing to see uh, from Lahore. Yes, yesterday was a spectacular day, right? Yesterday was a day of runs. What the, like in total, what was it? 410, 412 runs yeah. in the entire day, something like that. But Fakhar Zaman is that glue at the top of the order uh, that is scoring consistently. He's got almost 300 runs in five, in five games. As you said, an average of 70-odd. So it's, it's, he's just been really good. Now, with the bowlers, they do have the best bowling attack. I think Rashid Khan could have been given the captaincy personally. Uh, mm, okay, that, interesting. Because I I'll think, think Hafiz, but yeah, maybe ha Rashid Khan. Yeah. issue with Hafiz is he, he's not batting really well. He's not bowling really well. Either. <laughs> so his yeah. forms is going to get worse and worse. Uh, that, that's why I think. But no, I think with uh, Hafiz is not a bad shout. I think Hafiz was mm. captain a few years ago. Yeah. But he just probably doesn't want the job. And then, yeah. if, if and just quick point... Uh, about Islamabad I wanted to make, uh, if that's all right. With Islamabad yeah. United, it is Shadab Khan season, right? Yeah. said this. Do you remember you <laughs> saying this? Literally last year, yeah. you said, if Shadab starts to bowl the way we know he can bowl, he is going to be Pakistan's best player. And right now in the PSL, he is, like, I would mm. give him player of the tournament just right now. The way he's batting, the yeah. way he's bowling, man. Four, uh, two four-fers and a fiver. In five games, it's just great. It's so good to see. It's something I, we, we haven't seen, at least I haven't seen Shadab Khan do in multiple years now. On top of that, they've got Fahim Ashraf. Yes, he's not. He's doing his job, right? Why he's in the in, in the team. He's doing his mm. job, uh, but he's not bowling particularly well. He's not batting particularly well. No. He's making up the numbers, but he's doing his job in the sense that he's bowling two, three overs. If he needs to bat, he bats as well. And the top three that they have. In Colin Monroe, yeah. Alex Hales, and Paul freaking Sterling. Yes, yeah. Paul Sterling is now gone, but Paul Sterling, man, he's he he's a beast. And I feel so <laughs> bad for players like like him and uh, Alex Hales. I don't get to see them that much, right? Apart from you mm. know franchise cricket, or again, I don't watch Ireland that much, anyways. <laughs> but, uh, but with Sterling's just on another level, and it's great to see. Both of those guys, and then Colin Monroe as well, consistently, consistently batting well. Shadab Khan at four. You remember two years ago, we were like, why does he keep promoting mm. himself? He should do this, yeah. he should do that. His his striking is really good. And yeah. uh, 180, I think, at the moment. Yeah, 180 Indeed. strike rate, um, which is one, one of the highest in the, in the season. Uh, and uh, one last point I just want to mention about the PSL. I know I'm going on a monologue, but basically, I, I got to go. That's why I'm That's going right. on a monologue. Um, the boundaries, too damn short. Yeah. Like 55 meters, 58 meters. And I know, I know Jason Roy was hitting 80 meter sixes. Nawaz was hitting 80 meters, 75. Mm. That's great. I still think the boundary should not be any less than 70. Yeah. It would be such a better game for it. And some of the, some of the, sixes they just so miss hit and then it's, they still go for six it's like that yeah. that just doesn't look right so for that reason that, that that's my take on it at least but no yeah. thank you for genuinely really no appreciate problem. thanks for being on of course and uh, please everyone do like share subscribe i'm gonna post this all over uh social media this video because my daughter's in it as well uh, yeah. and we had a really good conversation but no uh, i'm gonna have to go but you, you can continue on of course thank you thank you Fazan, and thank no you everyone problem. enjoy thanks no worries. No worries. Thanks, Ashton, uh, for being on. Um, yeah, thanks, guys, as well. Yeah, do like and subscribe. Let's finish it off then here.
um, with Lahore and Islamabad. I'll go over and give my thoughts as I've just given his. I uh, completely agree with him about Fakhr Zaman. I mean, it's very difficult to disagree. Uh, Fakhr Zaman has been so, so good. Um, I mean, he's just hit this red hot patch where everything he does just turns into gold. And um, yeah, Mohamed's name makes a good point here saying also a word on Abdullah Shafiq. He's the best looking batter of this PSL. He hasn't been able to get more runs. I think with him, it's a huge confidence issue. Uh, also, shot selection maturity as well are words that I'd, I'd use when it comes to Abdullah Shafiq. Knowing when to play the right shots at the right time, I think his shot selection is lacking. And something, to be fair, that we can also say about Heydar Ali, uh, Peshawar, really. Two really, two talented youngsters, Pakistani youngsters, who clearly are the future for the international team if they do continue to improve at the rate we hope they will. However, uh, they still have a long way to go. Batting is not just about having all the shots in the book. A lot of people do have that. A lot of people have that talent. It's about making sure that you play the correct shots at the correct times. And I feel like with him, he just hasn't quite been able to do that for a long period of time in innings. He's maybe done it at the start and he's looked good. Uh, but then he hasn't been able to push on. And that's because his concentration as well. His attention span is not quite attuned yet to play big, big, long innings uh, on a consistent basis anyway. And yeah, I was just saying, very true. Shafiq has looked good at the top. Agreed uh, in terms of how he's looked. Just needs to come up with the goods. Uh, in terms of... Oh, here you go. Arch Cricket says, have you heard about the mid-season trade window? I have not. Let me know what, what that what uh, what's going on with that. I watch Cricket. Thanks for... Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in as well. I haven't heard about that, actually. Um, yeah, so some more information on that would be good. Uh, let me just then finish up on my thoughts on Lahore and Islamabad. Then we'll go through the stats as well so far in this leg. Then my prediction as well for the qualifiers going forward. So Lahore, and obviously any questions you have, we'll answer as we go along. Uh, in terms of, you know, the rest of Lahore and kind of the performances, we know David Wieser can smack it at the, at the bottom of the order, or sorry, towards the back end of an innings even. And Rashad Khan, we know how good he is. He hasn't looked incredible. I think there's a lot of respect, I'm sure, put uh, on him bowling, although he was... <laughs> He didn't only go for eight and over, which is still not bad uh, yesterday, but you normally expect him to go for four or five. That's just how good he is. Uh, so they'll rely heavily on him. Hafiz needs to get some runs. He hasn't looked particularly good. I should mention that apart from Fakir Zaman, no one else has really got substantial runs. They've got Hafiz, they've got Phil Salt, who's a really, really good attacking batsman. They've also got Harry Brooks, um, who's really, really good. Harry Brooks. I think he's a really exciting young talent. My brother was telling me, look, keep an eye out for him. He's a really, really good batsman. Uh, he played pretty well for England against West Indies in the recent T20 series. And he's come into the team and he hit a magnificent knock yesterday uh, for Lahore. But the issue with him uh, is now going to be, can he do it on a consistent basis? Because the others around him are not doing it. So he really fuckers them on. Uh, so let's then talk about Islamabad. And uh, before we do, I cricket uh, talking about the mid-season trade window says... The team can trade a maximum of two players with other teams. Interesting. If if the player has not played yet. Ooh. Okay. That's very interesting. So we might see some wheeling and dealing then in the next couple of days, which will be interesting to see how that all comes about. Of course, Karachi, for example, a bit different, but because they had so many injuries to their bowlers, they brought in Osman Shunwari uh, as a well, injury replacement, really. And he was drafted in, but they're struggling with their bowling, uh, well, bowling strength. Uh, although really it's been their batting, as we mentioned earlier, that's been the main cause of defeats. Uh, Islamabad have looked really good, I think. And as I should rightfully said, the top three is scintillating. And it's an incredible top three to have. Of course, yes, Paul Saling will not be uh, playing for the second half. But they've still got Robin Bars, if I'm not mistaken, who can come in. He is a really good player. Yes, not quite as good as Sterling. He has experience. He's still very young and raw, but he can score very quickly. Uh, you give him an over or so, and that's it. He's up and, up and running. Uh, also, Alex Hales. I mean, I've watched him a lot growing up because I'm here in the UK, and I've actually watched him live a lot of times playing for Nottinghamshire, which is his county here. And I've seen him hit 150, 150s, just 
ridiculous hitting. He's always had that explosive nature about him. And T20 is the perfect format for him. White ball cricket is where he really does shine. And I mean, he's showing it here again in this tournament and he has in franchise tournaments for a number of years now that he is a reliable player to have at the top of the order and he will get you runs. Uh, so he, again, will be someone they'll look to get runs. Colin Monroe as well, really, really good player. And Shazav Khan has looked like gold. He's played so well with the bat. I think the way that he's attacked spin has been phenomenal. Um, he's really coming to his own against spin, I think, especially. The way that he's, I think, shown maturity in his run between the wickets as well, not just looking to hit big all the time, knowing when to hit the gaps, pick up singles, pick up twos, uh, knowing uh, that you know he is a pretty crucial now part of this batting lineup and he can and does have the ability to get big runs means that he puts more value on his wicket. And I think control aggression is the right term for what I think we've seen from Shadab Khan. And I like to use that phrase, to be fair, in all sports I talk about. And I think that is how good he has been. Strike rate of 180. We'll get the stats up as well in a second, and you'll see uh, that he is, you know, kind of in and amongst all those stats of the top five for uh, for pretty much most. And uh, Usher says, Wasim Jr. has been good too. He's been really good, I think, um, Mohamed Wasim Jr., left armor, of course, and uh, he's been good. Not, not sorry, not left armor, right armor even, but he's been good. He's been good. Um, and I think if we look at the rest of his arm you've got Mabasir Khan, who's kind of been in and out, hasn't really performed and played in a lot of matches when he has been okay. Azam Khan as well, coming to his own in times, played really well against Quetta, dismantling Shahid Afridi. He plays spin extremely well, so he's fantastic in the late to well, middle to late overs as well and he continues to improve they've got Asif Ali who we know can finish extremely well in the last five Hassan Ali can give it a whack as well uh, but rightfully I should have said Fahim Ashraf hasn't been his best but he's in there to contain um, I'd like to see a bit more from him because really when Pakistan go to Australia in the T20 World Cup later this year he would be the ideal pick for a Seymour rounder if he's firing on all cylinders he's not at the moment so we'll see whether he's able to come into some form. Um, and they've got Wakas Muxul as well, who's a pretty uh, good little bowler as well, the left armour. So they've got a, an interesting couple of uh, players in there. And Shadab Khan is definitely leading the line with not just bat, but ball as well in hand. And he could potentially be, potentially, he could be the answer to uh, one of Pakistan's, um, yeah, one of Pakistan's question marks in that middle order. I said, what has been your favourite match of this season so far? I think yesterday's match, even though Lahore lost, I thought it was a really, really exciting match to watch. Um, I, and it might be a bit of recency bias, but I just think the hitting, um, the excitement around the game and the fact that they managed to get such a big total at the time and the way that it was done was really impressive. Uh, so, yeah, I'll go with that, Quetta versus uh, Lahore. And... Uh, Oh, Trigger says Yasir Khan, who played the first two matches for Pashar Zalami, looked look talented. He need he needs to be given a chance again. Yeah. <coughs> I think the issue is, right, is that and it's a little bit unfortunate, but also it does strengthen the PSL, is that a lot of international players do come in either midway through the first leg or you know at, at the intermission between legs, the first and second leg. So we've seen Saka Mahmood come in, obviously James Vince, all the England players have come come in, right? And that does mean that some players will miss out. So, for example, Will Smead, we said about playing for Quetta, he batted really well, got that 97, uh, looks a very destructive batsman. But Quetta then have opted to go for Luke Wood, uh, who's, you know, another Englishman. But they've gone for the bowler rather than him, and he's now coming as an option. So there's a lot of people in there. Um, Jason Roy's coming, James Vince as well, into that Quetta lineup. So... Unfortunately, some of the younger players may not get as much of a look in after. It does strengthen the PSL as a whole. It will strengthen them going forward long-term, but short-term opportunities may be a bit less, unfortunately. And Ash says, yeah, not sure why he didn't play more than just two games. So we'll see. Maybe he's injured. Who knows? The injuries are not always uh, documented particularly well when it comes to cricket, to be fair, as well. Right, let's go through the stats then, and then we'll finish up uh, relatively soon. Uh, so you can see here, we'll go through the, the top run scorers first. So you go fucker Zaman at the top there. Look at that average of 71. Unbelievable. Runs 356 so far from five matches. Shah Masood and Mohamed Rizwan, they are close behind in second and third place. 
Uh, both average over 50. And Shamasu with 275 runs and Mohamed Rizwan 215. And Asan Ali, who obviously Asha said, you know, he's batted pretty well, which is why Will Smead hasn't, I guess, been in the lineup. Um, and I guess until his form drops, I'm sure Will Smead will be hot on his heels if he does have one or two games that aren't particularly good. You don't be surprised if Will Smead gets drafted back in. Uh, he actually again averages over 50 from five matches and at 211 runs so far. And Barbara Azam, who we mentioned, look, you know, maybe hasn't looked quite his fluent best, but it's still batted really well. And Barbara Azam, who's batting okay, is normally uh, the equivalent of everyone else batting pretty damn well. Uh, so at an average of just under 49 and 194 runs to boot. In terms of wickets, look at this. Shadab Khan at the top. We said how well he's, he's done with the bat as well. Uh, strike rate 180. He's not on the top run scorers, but at top wicket takers, he's there. And we he's also a phenomenal fielder. Uh, five matches, 14 wickets from them. Six. Six economy. Economy of only six. Incredible. Imran Tahir as well, not doing bad himself. Economy of 6.6 .6 from his five matches and 10 wickets to boot. Kushil Shada with the best economy rate, as we mentioned earlier, at 5.78, but nine wickets for him. And David Willey, he's only played four matches so far. Uh, he's been okay in terms of economy, 7.72, but seven wickets. And Horace Rolf also joins him, but his, he's got a little bit of tap so far in this PSL, uh, an economy of 10.32. Same with Shaheen. Uh, he's got seven wickets as well, uh, but at 7.7, .7, so a little bit more economical for the uh, Pakistani pacer. Highest score, so obviously we, we know who's got the highest score so far. That's Jason Roy with 116. Fuckers of mine, 106. Uh, Will Smith with the 97. Shadab Khan with the 91. And Bar Raz with 90. Not out. Um, best bowling figures. Look at this. Shadab Khan makes up three of the five best bowling figures of the tournament. That, I think, says it all. Uh, how well he's bowled uh, in this tournament. Nassim Shah actually has the best figures at the top there. You can see 3.3 overs. Only went for 5.71 uh, per over. And a best of 5 for 20. Shadab Khan 5 for 28. Shadab Khan 4 for 15 and Shadab Khan 4 for 20. So he's in there. Look at the economies. Look, 7, 3.755. Really impressive. Not just getting wickets, but getting wickets at a really good economy. Crystal Sharp, uh, he got 4 for 35. A little bit expensive there, 8.75. But that was a high-scoring game, uh, if I remember correctly. And Wakas Maksud also uh, exactly the same figures at 4 for 35 from his... Uh, well, sorry, at 8.75 even. Um Batting averages, obviously, Jason Rowe will have the highest considering he's only played one match. Colin Monroe at 82.5. See there, Tim David. I mean, he's got a lot of not outs. He's finished off games nicely. He's above 80. Harry Brook as well played two matches at 78. He's got a not out there, which is why Mufaka Zaman at 71. And bowling averages, Shadab Khan at the top there, uh, 8.57. And yeah, 14 wickets to boot. So really impressive. Most hundreds, most fifties. So three for Arsenal Ali, three for Zaman, three for Mohamed Rizwan. You can see that Shadab with two, Sterling with two, and Colin Monroe with two. So you can see, uh, you know, who the best batting sides are for sure. And most economical bowlers. Yeah, we know that. It's Kushtal Shah at the top. Um, sixes, which is interesting. It's always interesting to see. So six, so 15 each for Tim David and Shadab Khan. Fakir Zaman with 13. And obviously Colin Monroe and Sterling with nine each. Fours, Fakir Zaman, he does like hitting a four for sure. Uh, he's at the top there with 36. Considering he scored so many runs, it's not a surprise. Shah Masood also... Can be quite classical at times, but great timer of the ball. 32 at second there. Um, boundaries and fuckers are at the top, which isn't, isn't a surprise considering he has the most number of runs. Uh, Muhammad Sain says, Shadab Khan has outperformed Rashid Khan in all accounts. He has. He's so far... I mean, he hasn't just outperformed Rashid Khan. He's been the best player of the PSL. And I'm, you know, everyone knows I'm a Lahore supporter, but I am very realistic. And I know he has been the best player in the PSL so far. He continues... Uh, the type of form that he's been in in that Karachi leg and takes that into the Lahore leg and Islamabad, you know, they could go very far and it will be inspired by their captain. Uh, in terms of the tables, you can see that, yeah, Bashar and Karachi, the bottom two, but to be fair to Bashar, they are joint with Quetta. So I think for me, the top four, well, I can say he's not going to qualify. I think Karachi definitely are not going to. I think it's uh, it's going to be extremely tough for them to make up that deficit, but you never know. But they'll need a miracle, really, I feel. In terms of the others, 
it's quite tough. I think Istanbul will definitely make it through. Same with Multan. I feel like they're the two strongest teams. Um, Lahore, Quetta and Pashara, I think, I think I agree with Ashton. I think Pashara will be the team to miss out. I think Quetta bolstered their team nicely. However, with Pashara, if Livingston and Saka Mahmood really do perform well, then uh, Lahore and Quetta could be in a bit of danger. I'm hoping Lahore get the business done and they sort out their bowling, considering they will be at home as well. They should know the conditions inside out, but we'll see. Uh, guys, do you have any, if you have any more questions, do chuck them my way now uh, before I end the stream. Thank you very much, guys, for tuning in as well. I do appreciate it. Please remember to like the video and subscribe to the channel if you haven't done so already. We will be doing, uh, well, we're planning on doing anyways, a live stream watch along for the Thursday match, which I think, let's see, is Multan versus Pashara. So that will be a really big match for Pashara. If they win that, then obviously... Uh, they put a bit of pressure straight away on Quetta, Lahore, and Islamabad because they'll be on six points. But Multan win that, and they're pretty much, uh, you know, secured that qualifier spot. Um, but well, at least one of the four you'd imagine. Uh, thank you very much, guys. Then I think we were done with comments. Stay safe and well, and um, yeah, we'll see you on the next stream. Thank you very much. Do appreciate it. And yeah, if you don't mind liking the video and subscribing to the channel helps us out a great deal um let me yeah thank you very much guys stay safe and well and we'll see you on the next video